Welcome back to another episode of OTR Sports here on the Bench Sports Network. It is myself, Connor. I am here again. I was off last week, and of course, I'm joined by Ethan. Ethan, how are you doing? Pretty, pretty well. Uh, no complaints today. So um, I'm glad. I thought you were going to pull a <laughs> Larry I David. You were pull a Larry David. Yeah, I'll pull, I, I was going to, but I don't. I don't want to be known as that guy that always does that. So, um, <laughs> but no, I am. I am well. Um, glad to have you back. Um, we can finally it's, do an it's hour. Good to be back. Yeah, we can do an hour now and <laughs> not mess with any other schedules, and we'll hopefully continue this trend and be more consistent because um, it, it, is, it is a lot more difficult than I thought it would be because I did an hour on my own like a month ago or whenever that was, and I was that was a struggle. And then 30 minutes last week, I ran out of time pretty much. So <laughs> I don't know what the perfect time for a solo is, but – we don't have to worry about that tonight, so I'm glad you're back. Thanks. I'm glad to be back. It's not – we're going to address it. We're not live again. I mean, te- we're recording this like a couple hours yeah, literally, before. Like, we're literally <laughs> – we'll go on air two hours from when this is recorded. So, yeah. It's, <laughs> unless something crazy – we were joking earlier. If Tom Brady is retired or Aaron Rodgers is traded to the Cowboys or something and we don't talk about it, then that that's why. But – we're gonna we're yeah. gonna roll we're we gonna de- roll the dice and just assume that nothing crazy will happen in these next two hours and hopefully our show won't be terrible because of it. So, right, keep that in we mind. debated whether or not to come out and say if it was live or not, <laughs> and I was like, we have to because our luck, something big will happen. Yeah. We're gonna get a damn breaking uh-huh. news as soon as we are done recording. We're gonna hit that Adam Scheffner breaking news story and be like, well, damn, our show's gonna be irrelevant now, but. <laughs> No, that should be good. Uh, Adam Schefter, yeah, whatever. Um, Dude's a joke. Yeah, he's he's lost a lot of credibility after the whole Aaron Rodgers debacle. Yeah, Ian Rappaport's where it's at yeah. now. Um, the goat. Anyway, you want to start us off here? Yeah, uh, we are doing back on our division schedule. Um. Tonight, we'll be covering the NFC West and the AFC North, two of the hardest divisions to predict, in my opinion. Uh, arguably, I, I disagree. Arguably two of the hardest to uh, – I think uh, arguably two of the best divisions uh, in football right now. Um, I think – Disagree. Well, who do you have – who do you think is better – I, I don't think the AFC North is a hard division at all. I don't see a I don't see a blatant favorite at all. I do. We'll talk about it when we talk yeah. when we get to it. But I I, I do. Um, I mean, well, I just yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Um, but the NFC West I think is one hundred percent wide. I think any four of those teams could end up winning the division. I don't think I agree with that. I don't think there's a blatant favorite at all. I think each one. I think definitely, and we'll break down each, you know, all the records and everything. I think the two that are kind of a, a slightly ahead of everyone is the Rams and the Seahawks, and that's mainly because of coaching and experience. Um, and then I think the the two lower tier teams are, and I say lower tier, I don't mean that in any disrespect, uh, but you have the Cardinals and the Niners. Cardinals um, mainly because they haven't been there before. Uh, Kyler Murray. 
I think he's going to be good. I think he has been good, but I don't think he's 100% proven yet. Uh, so that, And then I, I don't trust Cliff Kingsbury. I don't think he's that good of a coach. I said it. Sorry. The, their, collapse yeah. la- their collapse last year was kind of inexcusable. Um, not not that, you know, I think where they finished 8-8 eight and eight after like a 5-2 and two start. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that was very disappointing. Everyone was wanting to crown them after the Hail Murray. Um, and that team it just kind of fell apart. You know, so I don't trust Cliff Kingsbury. He has a long way to go. Um, certainly, they're better. I mean, they were one of the worst teams just a couple years ago. They were terrible. There's a reason they had the number one pick, you know. But I just don't trust him. You look at the Niners, and I think the Niners are just slightly in the middle of that tier just because we don't we don't really know who's going to be their quarterback. And they have a good problem to have. You have Jimmy G, who is far from elite, but, I mean, he did take you to a Super Bowl. And then if you watched last week's preseason game, Trey Lance looks good. And obviously as a rookie, he obviously has, out of the rookie quarterbacks, he obviously is in the best situation. He's on the best team possible for a rookie quarterback to be on um, that's, that has a chance to start. So it's not really fair to compare him to Trevor Lawrence and all these other guys yet, but he looked really, really good. But I think that also makes it hard to predict with the Niners – because of you know how last year was obviously the injuries and all that so it just it's they're kind of a wild card do you do you agree with that or do you think differently i was just gonna let you go on dude i thought you were going through the whole division there for a second oh no no i'm just kind of set i'm just kind of setting it up i'm sorry (laughs) i'm just kidding no um from what hearing what you're saying i think we're gonna have maybe not the uh, exact records the same but i think we're gonna have like first second third and fourth place the same yeah um, but I, I hate the people that say the 49ers are not cannot win the division. They went to the Super Bowl two, three years ago, two years ago, whatever it was. Uh, twenty the twenty nineteen season. Yeah, so, and and they've only gotten better. Mm-hmm. It's the same quarterback. He, you could believe in Jimmy G or not, but he got them to a Super Bowl. Now, obviously, the, it was mostly the defense, but in the run game, but they still uh, improved on. Uh, defense. So I, I mean, I, I don't see why you can. You, people are just straight up. You can't rule it canceling out. them out. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, they, they're. I I don't have them winning. No. Um. If we want, we'll go through it. Last place. Yeah. Let's have. talk. Yeah. Since this division is so spicy, we'll go. We normally go winner to lose. Let's start because I think I legit think even my last place team, uh, could end up being first. But I think I'm gonna go ahead and predict this. May not happen. It's a bold prediction, but and I don't know if this has ever happened in the NFL before. I know it, we it's probably been close, but I think all four teams somehow, some way, get away with a winning record. And yeah, I have that. And that's mainly because they're playing the AFC South, and which I think they'll yeah. which I think they'll <laughs> blow through. I think the Titans will get one or two wins against one of the against two of these teams. Maybe um, I think the Cardinals can lose to the Titans and potentially the Rams. I don't think we. I don't think the Titans beat Seattle in Seattle. Um, I think we'll we'll talk about yeah. the Rams here. But in I second, really think I don't, I don't yeah. think the Titans beat the Rams. I think we have a shot. I'm not saying we will, but I'm saying I think they'll lose a couple to the Titans, and then we'll, may, maybe a team will lose to the Colts. But outside of that, I think they're going to blow through the AFC South. So that's the big reason why I think each team can get a winning record. And I don't. We need to look that up. We need to have a look up guy. I mean, we could easily do it right now, but I'm who cares? Um, so I have the Cardinals coming in last at nine and eight. 
I think there's a That's l- exactly what I have. <laughs> okay, well, this might be closer than I thought it would be, but <laughs> my reasoning for that is I don't I'm not a 100% believer in Kyler. I don't think he's elite yet. He's certainly on his way, but it's not a guarantee. I don't trust Cliff Kingsbury to win this division, and I have them missing the playoffs uh, barely. They'll be in the mix till the end. But a lot of it has to do with a lot of these pieces you have that I don't think might fit right. You have a lot of older stars on this team, which could either be the thing they need or it will let, you know, it could crumble beneath them. And I just just can't see Um, Cliff managing that through a 17-game season and being 100% successful. Yeah, I think they're definitely the worst team out of the division. Still, I have them in a winning record, so they're still a good team, Mm -hmm. but... Uh, I agree, Kyler Murray's still got some to prove, and now, you know, he's got the... You're trading Larry Fitzgerald for A.J. Green. I don't know if I would do that. I would rather have Larry, I think. Oh, no, I take... Um, at his age, I'm taking A.J., 100%. But A.J.'s so injury-prone. Yeah, but Larry, I mean, Larry, I mean, Larry's pretty much retiring, you know. I mean, he, he's I know, not... but I think if you're going to have him for one more year, judging off mm-hmm. what they've done, A.J. hasn't been there. I think that's mainly because like of the was. injuries, which you're, you're right on. Well, but that's what I'm saying. Uh, I think I think AJ Green playing half the year at 100 percent would be more productive than Larry Fitzgerald playing a full year at this point. I, I think you got to look at just just at uh, the age that that Larry being in the system for so long as well. He knows it. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a huge plus. He's already got a connection with Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray. But I think that boost Larry up more maybe I just think he's after that drop he had after the drop off he had last year I just don't I don't think he can hang around um and I think with AJ you know he played very little last year he didn't want to be there he didn't want to risk his legs for that team and you can't really blame him at that point with the offensive line that rolled out there um and he I think he made a money move last year at some of the he didn't have great effort last year there's a lot of plays he just kind of faded away on didn't finish plays and he was doing that so he didn't get hurt again, because he's he really he really gave his all for Cincinnati for a very long time, and I think he has the, a potential this year to have a I don't want to say a breakout year I think he's past his prime but he's still relatively young you know he's still in his early thirties, um, I, I could see him easily getting around eight hundred yards and five touchdowns. I, I don't I don't think that's gonna happen. I think they still got Christian Kirk and DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. I, I don't. But I, I think DeAndre and AJ on the same team will really like get it'll get someone open. Someone's gonna have a lot of yards on that team. DeAndre obviously will probably finish with the most, uh, but I think this will allow AJ Green, assuming he stays healthy. I still think he's got gas in the tank. He just kind of, of course, he had the injury, but you know, last year I really think he's saving his body for a contender. And I think we'll see him. Well, I think he. I will. I will put money on he'll have a more productive year this year than Larry had last year. Is my bold? It's not really a bold prediction. I would say, but I feel really confident about that. It's, assuming he stays healthy, I think he'll be better, uh, a better fit than Larry. And that's just because they're they're almost ten years apart. Not almost ten, but several years apart um, between Larry and AJ. And I think that youth will. Not necessarily youth, but that age difference will make a huge difference with this offense. I think uh, another one, uh, I don't believe in their defense. I think they downgraded. They got Chandler, Chandler Jones once out, mm-hmm. and then you get uh, J.J. Watt, who's 
he's up there in age. I yeah. don't know how good he's going to be. Yeah. But also, uh, yeah. I don't think that team, I don't think it's a good chemistry in, in the locker room, mm-hmm. especially after the D-Hop vaccine yeah. thing. I think a lot of players are going to look at that like, we've talked about it before when it was news, but like, you know, they're going to look at it as in, you're not being a team player right now. Mm-hmm. Because now, I forget the exact days, but say D-Hop goes somewhere and breaks the rules, now he's out for 10 days. Mm-hmm. Because he's not vaccinated, yeah. versus if he was vaccinated, I think it's like what three days or something yeah, like that. Three or four, I don't know the exact. Yeah, numbers, so but. I think that you, you got to. I mean, I don't know how what the rules are. I haven't like studied it, mm-hmm. like what they can and can't do. But I know it's very restricted, so he can easily break a rule, and then now he's sitting out. Yeah. So I think that's gonna hurt. Yeah. Not only if he's not playing, but also just in the locker room. Yeah. I, I think I'd, trust wise and stuff that's gonna hurt. I totally agree. Um. And I, I just don't – with as many stars as this team has and guys that used to be the face of their franchise, and you got a guy like Cliff Kingsbury, and if he pulls it off, I'll give him credit, but he's a younger guy. And, you know, the J.J. The Watts, the A.J. Greens, you know, he's probably not a whole lot older than those guys. And he has to manage all of them while you got Kyler Murray, who's a young star, and DeAndre Hopkins, who's a superstar. And that, that connection worked out fine last year. They were both great for each other. But, you know, if there's some disagreements on what to run on offense or with J.J. Watt, obviously last year got into it with, uh, what was the Texans coach, uh, Brian, I, I forget his name, but got into it with the Texans. But that was reasonable. The Texans fell apart. But if that happens again, will will, Kling, will Kingsbury be able to handle it? And that that's a big question mark. You know, I know Pete Carroll can handle it. I know um, McVay uh, can handle it, you know. Um so, I, I think he is definitely, and it, it's hard to because the other three uh, coaches in the in this division have been to a Super Bowl, and so he's obviously the least experienced coach and with a lot of star power. So I just, yeah. I think we both agree on that 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 has a recipe for disaster. Yeah, I, I don't think he is. I don't think Cliff is, from what I've seen already would be able to stand up to his players yeah, like that, and, like you were saying. Cause, because what D-Hop is saying, you need to go to him and be like, I know he's your super, but you got to be like, dude, chill, all right, because you're, yeah. you're causing some stuff. Yeah. All right, shout, shout out, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but Mike Zimmer, the Vikings head coach, <laughs> who doesn't take shit oh, yeah. when it comes to his quarterbacks not being vaccinated. Yeah, shout out to him. Yeah. Also, shout out Atlanta Falcons, the first team to be 100% vaccinated. So Art Smith. Good for them. Art Smith is right now the early contender for coach of the year. I think we can – Give him, we wouldn't give him that. I mean, he hasn't won anything yet. Honestly. But, I mean, come on. It, like, you know, we're, what, three weeks away from the season, and he pulled that yeah. off. Art Smith. Very impressive. Yeah, Art Smith, you're, right now you're in the lead, you know. Um, so, good, good for Art and the Falcons. Um, but, yeah, you ready to talk about who we have in third? Or we might be, it might be different. Go ahead, you start. Who is your third? Because uh, I've been hogging yeah. the mic. Who's your third place team? <laughs> Uh, my uh, I have in third place. I have uh, the Forty ers Same. Um, and if you have ten, if you have ten wins, we're gonna have a problem. I have ten and seven. <laughs> this is gonna be a great. Okay. <laughs> um, I have them at ten and seven as well. Uh, okay. I think. Uh, I'll, like I said, they went to Super Bowl just a few years ago. I mean, the team. It's basically the same team. Uh, they've improved. I mean, you got a uh, uh, the boat. What's his name? Bosa. He's Nick, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Nick. 
Nick Bosa a dominant force. I mean, the only reason they were bad last season is because of the injuries. Yeah. You cannot deny they were the most injury-prone 100%. team last season. It was it was insane how many injuries they had. Mm-hmm. And now, hopefully, they're all coming back healthy. This is going to be an a, amazing team. I could see them. I have them in third place, but once we get through all the records, you'll see I don't have them off by that many. Mm-hmm. They could easily be... Like turn, they can go from my third to first. Like it, it's so easy for that to happen yeah. in this division. Um, yeah, and I think you might you might see another situation. You have a, a team that can win nine or ten games and still miss on the playoffs, and that's always brutal to be that team. But maybe not so much this year with and, and as well as last year because of the, the extra playoff spot. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with the same reasons as you. And the bi- the biggest thing we have here with the Niners, we know their defense can be very good. They have tons of weapons. They can run the ball. Uh, Second-best tight end in football. Very solid receiving core. Um, obviously, I think a very well-coached team, you know, being, you know, going to the Super Bowl. And just really, the, like I said, the only controversy you have is who's going to be quarterback. Um, obviously, I think we've I think, won. I don't think that's really controversial. I think it's Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. And, and it, then it's Jimmy G's I, and it's I don't think it's lose. full. Right, that's what I think. I think if half the season's Jimmy J, and then they're gonna mm-hmm. they're gonna switch it. I think they're gonna come out, and they're gonna they're gonna be a good. I have them, you know, winning the first two, losing three, winning one. So I think they're gonna come out hot and cold, and then it's gonna start heating up in the division, and then they're gonna make a change. They're gonna be like, we got to try something yeah. else because the division's too close, and they're gonna put Trey in. And then he's either going to do great and continue to be the starter, mm-hmm. or he's going to do mediocre to bad, and they're going to pull back in Jimmy. Yeah, um, I could see it being very similar, and it's obviously it's a different, it's a totally different situation. But just the the way, I guess, the ages of the players sort of it, it reminds me of Peyton Manning and Brock Osweiler in 2016, where obviously that's a totally different situation. But you had Peyton Manning who just kind of fell off. They bring in Brock Osweiler. And he does really well for a few weeks, and then by the playoff start, it's like okay, we put him, we put back in Peyton, and because he's got that playoff experience like Jimmy G would have, you know. Uh, obviously, it's a difference. You know, Trey Lance is the third overall pick. He's <laughs> he is supposed to be the franchise or the face of the franchise of his team. I, I totally get that. So, uh, but I think I agree with you. I think you you'll definitely see both of them. Um, and just it's kind of you know, Jimmy G really will have to play out of his mind. And we haven't necessarily seen that. You know, he's been a great game manager. He is Alex Smith 2.0. Um, you know, he has a great w- record. Uh, you know, he wins a lot of games. But he's also been on great teams. But he kind of he, – he knows how to deal with stars uh, and star players. Um, and, you know, he, he has been to a Super Bowl. We can't deny that. But you also do have to worry about his injuries, which have been kind of piling up. Um here and there over the years. Every time you think he's about to get back on track, you know, he had a, a lot of issues last year. Um, and I think even some issues with the Patriots back in the day. So that's just the only thing that I think will keep them from winning the division is because you have two I really other think teams that have that the quarterback fit going out. Sorry, go ahead. I, I really think that uh, he has, he, Jimmy G is going to have to play like absolute dog water to get benched. Mm-hmm. For Trey Lance, because I, I, of course, I'm not their coach. I don't know how they look at it, but I, I always think rookie quarterbacks need to be a backup first. I agree. They, they need to do that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they'll do that. Obviously, I don't know how Kyle Shanahan thinks, yeah. but uh, uh, I think the injury is what will make us see Trey Lance more because I think Jimmy G just needs to be 
he can really be mediocre. Because when they went to the Super Bowl, he wasn't, it wasn't like he was outstanding. It was the other aspects of the team. He was, like you said, he was a, a good game manager. That's all he has to do. He doesn't have to go out play out of his mind, I don't think. I think he just needs to manage the games. They need to win right. win the games, even if they're not winning by a you know, four scores or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um it's it, it's his job to lose. He has the talent. Um it's can he stay healthy? You know, if they're I think what'll be I think they'll be in their division games and it'll be very close. And if he doesn't complete that game winning drive if he throws that interception late, that's when people are going to be like, hey, we got this guy who is supposed to be our guy for the next 10 years at minimum just sitting there. You know, why not put him in? It's going to come down to that because I think almost all of their games will be close. They will play people close, you know. And even with their awful quarterback mm-hmm. situation they were in last year, they were still a fun team to watch every now and then, you know. Um, sure, they got blown out some because, you know, they're down there to their, you know, second and third string quarterback at some points. And so many of your star players are out, you know, Bosa, Kittle, all these guys. And they were still, it's like, okay, well, you know, this won't be a terrible game. I think they can keep it close. And they did that for a lot of games. And what they, they, they at least won six games last year, I think, or seven. And they went six I, and 10. I don't really remember. Um, that's impressive. If you, if you took away a team's, you know, best offensive player, their starting quarterback and their best defensive player, most of those teams aren't going to win six games. So that just yeah. goes to sh- in, in, in a, especially in that division, tough, toughest division in football overall, I think. Um, at least at least going into this year. Um, so I I really think that uh, shows how dangerous this team can be. But that's why I have them at ten wins because I just don't think it's. I'm going to take the teams that have the quarterback situation 100 percent figured out before I would take the Niners. Yeah. So that that's uh, yeah I agree. Yeah. Um, who who do you have at second? I think this is our obviously this is our last chance to have some difference of opinion. <laughs> who do you got? I have Seattle. Damn it! <laughs> and eleven, is that what you have? And eleven wins. Yeah, eleven and uh, eleven and yeah, six. eleven and yep. six. <laughs> and I've listened to other oh, people's man. predictions of this division, and it's honestly they're so similar because it's so hard. Oh yeah, because I can see Seattle winning, going ten and seven, and the Niners going eleven and six. And mm-hmm. if if the Cardinals are what they're supposed to be, that could have, it could be them as well, you know. Um, so wow, I, I thought you would have Seattle winning the division, but I think you, I think you're on the same boat as me with the Rams and Stafford being the guy that'll put them over the hump. Yeah, we'll talk about that yeah. in a minute. Let's finish that Seattle. Seattle. Uh, obviously, I mean, what's not to say about Seattle? I mean, it's not like it's a shocking thing. You got mm-hmm. Russell Wilson. You got DK, you got uh, Tyler Lockett. Their only downside is their O line and running back situation. Yeah. Uh, their defense is also a downside. It's not that great of a defense. It's, it's enough to get not it that done. I think not what we're used yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the Legion of Boom. It's nowhere near that. Yeah, but still, it they can keep you in some games. You know, it's definitely a concern. Oh yeah, but you know, you still got Bobby Wagner, Jamal Adams. You know, a decent pass rush. Um, but it's not what it's now would be the perfect time for them to have the Legion of Boom in this type of NFL <laughs> that we're in today compared to what it was eight years ago. But obviously that's not the case. And that's what I think I think at the end of the day it's gonna be their defense. And it, and again with Russell Wilson, 
he he really kind of faded away towards you know at the, the first month of the season last year everyone was crowning him the MVP. He was playing out of his mind. He was the best guy to have in fantasy that first month of the season by far. And it's like okay wow Russ is really going to get his MVP this year. And then he's you know they he kind of went into this really mediocre slump and picked it back up towards the end. Um, well, that's what's always bad about him. He, he's not. He can't play on the road. Yeah. No matter who the opponent is, I have them playing. Uh, or I don't have them playing. They they play a uh, um, Washington football team, and I have them losing that. Mm-hmm. I don't trust him. Yeah. On their any road game they play is is a red flag. Any road game. I don't care. I don't care if they're playing the Jags. I don't know if they play the Jags on the road or not. But uh, like if if they were playing the Titans in Nashville. I'd pick us to win that game 10 times out of 10. Because um, they are just not a good road yeah. team. They are not a good road team at all. Um, yeah, I agree. So that is, you know, and that part of that's on Russell. Part of that's, you know, you blame it on Pete Carroll. But they have, ever since they've been a relevant football team since around, what, 2012, 2013, that has been their biggest downside most years is, you know, and if they don't have home field advantage in the playoffs, they're not going to get to the Super Bowl. Until Russ changes something, until this team changes something, and that's really what keeps me. That's why I don't want to pick them to win the division. They certainly can, but because but yeah, because they can easily lose all eight away games. Easy, yeah. easy. I don't think I don't think that's don't, eight losses there. Yeah, I don't think it it goes that far, but I think they could definitely have a losing. No, record I don't think they will. Yeah. But I'm just saying they. That's the kind of team they yeah. are. Is they can lose all of their away games because they have so many games on the road that are just close. It's like. You know, you're, you're, you're flipping through the channels and you, you're on red zone. You look down at the scoreboard and it's like, what the hell is going on in uh, with Seattle? You know, they're playing mm-hmm. in such and such team that where they were a 10-point favorite and they're down eight points with five minutes to go. And it's like, well, what the hell is this? And so many of those games, you know, Russ seems to come up short or the defense sets up a big play. That's just the biggest problem with this team and with, you know, as a whole. Uh, but if they figure out the whole road game situation and can improve on defense, they'll be set. They'll be right up there uh, with any other team in the league. Uh, but they should – anything less than 10 games, I would be disappointed as a Seattle fan. Uh, and I know, obviously, they're used to – or at least early on, they're used to getting to the Super Bowl or being in the Super Bowl talk every single year. But now, with things have shifted with that defense and the, the team as a whole, it just – you can't expect that anymore. You can't expect the the thirteen and fourteen win seasons, and especially with this division being so good. So, yeah. if they can get ten wins and get a wild card, that that'll be great. But if you really want to have a chance at the Super Bowl, you really have. They're really going to have to go above and beyond to get that home field advantage. Yeah, yeah. There's no way. Yeah. That's why the Packers beat them all the time in the playoffs because they always come to Lambeau. Yeah. Um, and it's the same the same thing that the, the Saints have struggled with all these years. You know. They never, they never get home field, and they always end up losing. Um, they're just not a good road team, and until they prove me otherwise, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to have them winning this division this year. Yeah, so. I think Russell is obviously a, a goat, but he's not, he's not goat enough to. Yeah. Uh, There's a reason, and to carry him, people will always defend this at the beginning of the season, but everyone's so quiet at the end of the year. Russell Wilson has never gotten an MVP vote, and there's a reason why. You know, yeah, he falls off. Yeah, he falls off. He does. You know, people want to, and don't get me wrong, he's, he will be a first ballot Hall of Famer, I'm pretty sure of. Um, Easy. Yeah. So, 
you know, no, no disrespect to him, but, you know, he's kind of in that Drew Brees category of, you know, inconsistency, you know, towards, and then you can say, you know, all about the O-line or whatever, um, but he, he does make some questionable decisions, you know, as the year goes on, he kind of falls off. Um, but I still think he's a top five quarterback in the NFL right now, without a doubt. But I'm just if you want if you want to point out his flaws, that's it. It's the road games. It's kind of fading off at the end of the season. He can never stay, you know. He can never put up a season like Aaron Rodgers did last year, or Patrick Mahomes the year before, or some of Brady's seasons earlier with the Patriots. He just has yet to do a full complete season, to where he's just, you know, you know, you don't have to worry that he's going to have a bad game or not, you know. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's I think we're both pretty much in agreement on that. Um, and I think the wide receiver excuse, that was the excuse for a few years. But, bro, you got Tyler Lockett and DK, you know, that's enough. Okay, that, that's yeah. better than – that's that's a top ten, top five, arguably top three duo right now in the NFL. Uh, just running through the list in my head. So that's enough to get it done. Okay. so Yeah. I, I mean, maybe a tight end. They could use a tight, yeah. a good tight end. But still, you don't – that's not something that's going to – you can blame yeah. all your troubles on. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, even before, he had Doug Baldwin, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's always... He was a hell of a receiver. I, and I love Russ, but he's... I think he has the he's the Aaron Rodgers effect. You win a ring early. I said this several times on this show. You win a ring early, and you don't do it again. You kind of, you know... It, I think it starts to build up in your head. Well, it's obviously not me, and that's true. It's not Aaron Rodgers, and it's not Russell Wilson. But you have this, you know, thing in your head. Well, it's it's got to be something. So you look for other out but i mean he had a hall of fame or is going to have a hall of fame running back in marshawn lynch you know mm-hmm. probably the greatest if not second greatest defense uh of the 2010s in the legion of boom um and just he's always had some relevant players around him you know a few years you know like before they got dk and everything yeah there was some years it's like okay russell really does need some help but i think he's starting to get that help and we're just kind of He's, he's going to have to take some of the blame as to why they struggle so much on the road. You can't put that all on the line. And I know the line, their line is not elite, but it's also, if, if you put him on the Jets or last year's Giants teams, obviously not when they're playing in that division, but if you put him on a lot of teams right now in the NFL, I think they might actually miss the playoffs. And it's, not, yeah. it's nothing against him. It's just, hey, man, you do have some talent around you, and I, I think we need to acknowledge that. Um, yeah, yeah. So we're, I think, I think, I think we're in total agreement about the Seahawks here. Um, yeah, I, I don't think there's much more yeah. we could say. <laughs> we could pretend and argue with each yeah. other, but <laughs> um, so yeah. Sorry, that, that was probably a boring segment, but I, I think I, I think we kind of have a hot take because there's there's a lot of people in the around the league that think that the Seahawks are wasting, and I know we've had this debate too. Uh, I just think wasting is a strong word when you consider everyone he's been you know got to play with in Seattle. So. Well, we had a debate. Remember when we were texting each yeah. other? And uh, it was who was it? Was it Matthew Stafford and Russell Wilson? Yeah, yeah. We said who who has whose prime has been wasted the most, and we we disagreed on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. Uh, but I think just as a whole, when you hear people compare, I think when you hear people just, I, I just have a hard time, and that's maybe where I'm a Titans fan, and we've you know. You know, when Russell first came in the league, we were a terrible team, and just seeing how they had success so early, 
I just kind of look at them as like, okay, you, you guys should be a little bit more grateful for what you had, you know. Sorry, you only got one <laughs> ring out of it, but it's like, man, you had a you had quite a bit of health there. So, I guess that's where I look at it. Where when you use the term waste, it's like, okay, you know, they had you know the best defense and a Hall of Fame running back. It's you know, I don't really. It's kind of hard to feel too sorry for him, you know. Um, but I do respect. But you. Them. The- they are wasting his prime. He's currently in his prime. He's been in his prime for the past few years. When he won the Super Bowl, you can argue he was not in his prime. Mm-hmm. It was the defense that won the Super yeah. Bowl. So I think they are wasting his prime still. I think you I know, think some the, the the lack of getting O line help when that's kind of like the main thing you need because he's gonna he's getting up there in age and you're gonna keep have him running around like he does. Um, it's I mean, it's not hard to get O-line help. I mean, I, I just look at it. I just don't I don't like the word wasted because I just think they do. And the O-line, I agree with. But you look at a guy like Andrew Luck, that's a guy who I thought the Colts wasted, obviously. I mean, they wasted him into retirement, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but with Russ, it's like, you know, he's still in the playoffs every year. And then, like I said, there's reasons, which I think are partially his own, as to why he has not won an MVP. You know, I so to me, I think some of the play that he has, you know, put out over the past his whole career really has been. It's like okay, well, he's always and he, he's never been like the no brainer number one quarterback in the league his whole time. You know, uh, Patrick Mahomes came right in at the right time and just kind of swept that right right out from under him. When people thought, okay, it's Russell's league now, I think Russell's going to be a player similar to Drew Brees to where it's never going to be Russell's league and. We can blame that on the Seahawks all we want, but to sit here and say that they're wasting him when they're making the playoffs every year, I just can't go that far to say that it's it's them wasting his career. Agree to disagree. <laughs> it's but a good let's move on because we still got another division. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, we'll, we'll get uh, we'll, first place. The Rams. Right. What's the record you have? Them? Twelve and five. Okay, I have them at thirteen and four. Okay. Um. I just think both all these teams will beat the living hell out of each other. Um, so I, I can see them getting, you know, four or five losses. And we have to point out something here too. Math and then this could be a big, big thing, and this could knock them this could knock them straight from one to four, and that is Matthew Stafford's health. Um which has not been the best, you know, and he, he's already dealing with I think a thumb or finger issue that he had last year. Uh, not a great concern now, but that is something that you're really going to have to pay attention to if this team, if this team is 100% healthy going forward. They already they're already down Cam Akers, um, but that's why I'm kind of just hovering hovering all these teams around the 10 to 12 win mark is is what I'm getting at. What, what's your? I mean, it's only a game difference, but I'm assuming you just think they're the most complete team, and I think I'll agree with that obviously. But I think. Um injury like last last year's uh, injury I think it was kind of like your thing with AJ Green mm-hmm. I think he didn't want to play with Detroit anymore and he knew he was going to get out okay. so why waste my time okay. why, why waste more injuries and stuff like that That's interesting yeah um and I think I I am I, I could never say this before but I uh think Matthew Stafford is one of the best quarterbacks I couldn't say that cuz he was my enemy <laughs> for so many years um, but I, I I respect mm-hmm. him. I, I definitely think Detroit wasted him. 
uh, again, that's kind of he had he had some help too, but um, he's now he's on he's on a team that's that's stacked. Honestly, yeah. I mean, he's got the probably the best. Uh, I, might get, I'm, <laughs> I might get some flack for saying this, but the best receiving core he's had. <laughs> it, it depends on how you want to look uh, at it. <laughs> I yeah, I, I think. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to stand by it. I think it's his best. He's got two great receivers versus on Detroit. He's had one. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, uh, obviously, the running game, it hurts now with Cam Akers yeah. being out. But, but I still uh, think it might be the think... best backfield he might have compared to what he had <laughs> in Detroit. Like, I mean, I think that's a positive. I think they might have more rushing yards this year than any of his years in Detroit previously. Uh, it's possible. I think that's a very likely scenario because I don't think he's ever had a thousand yard back, and he's been in the league since two thousand nine. It's insane. Yeah. Um. But then, and then obviously he's got the greatest defense he's ever had. Oh, in by his by far, by by a mile. Yeah. Um, Detroit's never had a good no. defense. I couldn't tell you the last time they had a decent no. defense. Yeah, you're hundred percent. So I think I mean, I I just think this this team is the best in the division. By obviously two wins, I think I think they easily I can see them sweeping not the entire division, but I can see them sweeping at least one or two of the other teams. Mm-hmm. Like I think they're just such a complete team. Yeah, um, I agree with you on the Matt Stafford take. I think he's, I think he like like I told you when we were texting earlier. Uh, I think he's had the most wasted career out of the current quarterbacks we have or the current star quarterbacks we have in the league, and. Certainly this year is going to tell everything we need to know. Assuming Matthew Stafford's healthy, uh, if this if this Lion, despite how divi- how tough this division is, if this Ram team, I almost said Lions, if this Ram team uh, somehow misses the playoffs, and he has a year where he you know he just throws you know twenty five touchdowns and twelve you know thirteen fourteen interceptions, it's not like some of the years he's had in Detroit. It's going to be like okay, well Matthew Stafford is just that guy. He's above average. And, you know, but I think where he had so many terrible Lion teams, everyone is kind of in agreement that, okay, it certainly wasn't his fault. And I, and I agree with that. That's why I do have them winning this division. Uh, but I still think the C, I think they'll split with the Seahawks. They'll probably split with the Niners. And I could very well see them splitting with the Cardinals as well. Um, and, it, you know, Matthew Stafford's a guy. He, he's not had – I think he's only had one winning record. And I think most of that is certainly not his fault. But he's not used to winning. And, you know, if it, I kind of worry, you know, in the late game situations, you know, where, you know, they've had games where they're getting blown out and he had to do much. Can he step up? Certainly he can be very clutch. I've seen it with my own eyes. But that's just some things where I, I don't have them two wins over the Seahawks. It's, it's very minor stuff. And like I said, it's only two games apart. But that, that's my reason is why I think it will come down to week 17. Um and I very well could see them. I could see them winning 10 games. I can see them winning 12 games. They get into the 13 or 14. It could very well happen. But I think that division with the way it is, uh, they'll, they'll certainly beat up on each other. Yeah. Uh, I just, uh, yeah, I think, I think we're pretty much in agreement mm-hmm. as to why there's, we have them in first. Yeah. I, I just think they're, they're going to win more. I think they sweep one of the teams yeah. in the division mm-hmm. at least. Um, and he- like health will be the, the biggest. The, the, I think the healthiest team. Like if you if you tell me the Cardinals will be one hundred percent healthy, 
and the rest of the, the teams will be, you know, like an average team and lose a star here and there, then certainly I can see them winning 10 or 11 games as well. You know, health and quarterback health specifically is really going to be the telltale of this division. Um, and there's just yeah. so many star players. I think this is, yeah, this is, this division is probably, honestly, it's probably the best division in football right now. I think it is without, without a doubt. Cause you have, you really have, yeah. you have five quarterbacks actually that could be, they could end up, you know, with Trey <laughs> Lance, the Trey Lance situation, you know, um, that are just, it's just, it's going to be fun to watch. You know, I remember growing up, you know, you, you know, 10, 12 years ago, they were the laughing stock of the NFL. One year you had the Seahawks win this division at seven and nine, mm-hmm. and then now it's like okay, I'm I'm actually predicting all four teams to have a winning record, and we'll see if it happens. I think it's very likely. I think at least three uh, should have two without a doubt. If, if two teams don't come out of this division with a winning record, then it's we we've certainly predicted a bust here. But <laughs> I think at least three is a safe bet. <laughs> so um, yeah, I want to say one more thing about the Rams before we move on quickly um i think if the rams miss the playoffs this season matthew stafford will stick around for at least one more year sean mcveigh is gone i don't think they'll fire mcveigh um unless it's just a total if they they win five or six games yeah he'll he'll it'll be like okay what the hell i'm not saying you missed the playoffs because of a tiebreaker in the division i'm saying you missed the playoffs not necessarily losing record but like you missed the playoffs. It wasn't because of a tiebreaker or anything like that. Yeah. You just missed the playoffs. I still don't. I think... think you look at Sean McVay and you go because what 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 now does Sean McVay need? Jared Goff got rid of yeah. him. Okay, we got you a better quarterback. I, I think they Stafford would give him another in, year. With plays good. I, that's what I think would happen. I don't know, man. They would be. He would be the highest paid uh, free agent coach on the market, without a doubt. Even even if they I, have a loser yeah, record. I'm not saying. I just think maybe a change of scenery because ever since you go to that Super Bowl, he's just went down yeah. every season. Mm-hmm. He's going down, yeah. and if you get a new quarterback, one that's I think everybody nine out of ten people will agree mm-hmm. is an upgrade at quarterback. Yeah. I think you expect to do better, mm-hmm. and if you don't, and you continue to go down, mm-hmm. then I think you move yeah. on. Now, if you plateau and you're do about the same as you did last year with Jared, then yes, another season. Because it's not a, it's not a one thousand percent proof. We don't have an absolute proof that Stafford is elite. You know, I don't think I've ever been able to say he has. He makes elite plays. He makes elite throws, but he's never. You know, I think the most games they've won in a season was ten or eleven, and that was one time. You know, and that was with Megatron. You know, so uh, he's certainly in the tier two. He's. I don't look at Stafford as a tier one guy, but definitely a tier two guy. But he's still. You know, even a few years ago, we looked at Jared Goff at the same way. Obviously, Jared Goff has gone down, and I would think Stafford's value has gone up. So there's certainly that aspect of it as well, but. Uh, I think I think regardless, unless they just win three or four games with Stafford playing all seventeen, uh, I think we'll see. I mean, they get at least two years with Stafford without a doubt. Because I just don't think I just don't. You look at the like. Okay, who are we going to hire besides McVeigh? You know, unless there's just someone they want, and I just don't. I just don't see it happening. Even if they, yeah. they'd have to be really, really bad. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. we're running out of time here, so let's move on to another division. Yeah. <laughs> we spent okay. 40, 40 minutes on one division. Okay. So, <laughs> but it's the it's the best of it. They deserved it. They deserve that much talk. So, um, yeah. NFC North uh, or AFC North. AFC. My apologies. Um, let's go ahead and both. Do we both have the Bengals at last? Dude, I have uh, Baltimore at last, dude. Seriously, Bengals are winning the division. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> yes, Cincinnati's last. I think they improved this year. Um, I'd be shocked if they win more than six games. I have them at three and fourteen. Dang, okay, I have I have them winning. I'll have them winning five. Um, I don't have I don't have any trust at all at what they. I mean, your biggest down great or your biggest downfall was your O line. So what do you do instead of getting Panay Swool, you get Jamar Chase. Amazing, good wide receiver, but that's it's not going to matter if Joe Burrow can't have time yeah, to throw Joe the Burrow, ball to. Joe Burrow, Burrow is dead. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's not. You know. Uh, it's you know if he's out there with like you know like on in SpongeBob with the guy in the full body cast if he's out there trying to throw passes to <laughs> Jamar Chase who well, I think will be a star eventually, uh, it ain't gonna matter you know so that that's why I have them and five might be even generous, um, but I think they can build some momentum but certainly you know uh, is it Zach Taylor that's their their head coach this is his third year I believe yeah. Um, a little, you know, pre- if if they don't win more than that five or six, you know, the pressure's going to start to build on him. Um, certainly, it's not entirely his fault. You know, obviously Joe Burrow um, with the torn ACL. We'll see how he looks. Does this, you know, affect him? You come from, you know, going undefeated your last year in college. You're everywhere. You're the star. To now, it's like, well, can you take two years in a row losing? How will that affect him mentally? It's certainly going to be a very important year for Joe Burrow. Um, and if they were in a weaker division, you know, if this team was in, you know, the NFC East or um, even the AFC South, you know, I could see them finishing, you know, in second place if, if Joe Burrow is what he's meant to be. Uh, but there's still a lot of holes on this team. And I, I just don't, I don't know anyone on this earth. And if they, if they end up proving us wrong, more power to you. But I just don't know anybody right now that is thinking they can knock one of these other three teams out of the lead, even for a wild card spot. So. The only people thinking that are Bengals yeah. fans. And if you guys are right, hey, I'll get on here in January and apologize. <laughs> you got my word. Yeah, they just and their defense not anything. Like they're just not a good team yeah. right now. Who is your third place team? I'm very curious because I think ours is going to be a lot different. Maybe not. Maybe, I have Pittsburgh. Okay, I have Pittsburgh too. I have them getting nine wins. <laughs> I have them at eight and nine. Okay, that's fair. Um I just don't. I I don't believe in Ben Roethlisberger anymore. Mm-hmm. I think you should have moved on. You didn't. I I, I understand they went. What was it? Ten and zero. Eleven and last 0, season. Yeah. Eleven and zero. But I mean, I just don't. The defense is great, mm-hmm. but your offense. You don't have an offense. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in your receivers. Sorry, yeah. Juju and Chase. I don't think they're neither one of them. I think is a wide receiver one. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I will, I'll give Chase like some I said, he's going. It, he was a rookie last year, and that was still impressive. So I, I'll give him another year to prove me wrong. But going forward, I just don't see him as a wide receiver one on this team. So yeah, I'll give um, I'll give him more slack than Juju. Yeah, Ben. Like I said, I don't trust him. Yeah. I think he's da- he's done. He needs to yeah. retire. He had a good career. Let's give it up now. Um, but uh, and and I think their biggest problem last season was. The lack of being able to run the ball, mm-hmm. they did did not, and sometimes they just refused to even yeah. try to run the ball. And now you get rid of James Conner, who I thought was a very mm-hmm. good running back. You just didn't give him the opportunities. And they got Najee Harris, but we don't know who, how yeah. that's going to be. Al- if it's the same yeah. problem, it doesn't matter how yeah. good your running back is. You're not running it. And Alabama running backs are entirely hit or miss. You get Mark Ingram, or you can have Trent Richardson. You get um, T. 
TJ Yeldon, you get Derrick Henry. Will Najee be a Derrick? Will he be a TJ? We don't know. Um, it's way too early to tell. We'll see. But, yeah, that's definitely the biggest problem. I think they'll still have a solid defense, but they do lose Bud Dupree, who was a very good pass rusher. Um, mm-hmm. You still got TJ Watt, but who's very good. elite. He's an elite defensive player. Yeah, Minka. Yeah, Minka Fitzpatrick. Uh, it'll be enough to keep them in a wild card mix for sure. But I think this will probably be Big Ben's last year. And you look at his numbers, they're phenomenal. But they had so many games. And I'll give Steelers credit on this. They did beat the shit out of a lot of teams early on um, where Big Ben would go off for 300 yards and four touchdowns. But you also had games yeah. where Big Ben did not do literally anything, especially towards the end of the year and in the playoffs. Did absolutely nothing. Um and I think more teams will figure them out early on. And if they lose early on, they're just going to be kind of a back-and-forth team. Um, nine or ten wins, possible wild-card situation. Um, and that's just how I think it'll, it'll turn out for them. But they certainly can prove it. I think they do have the potential to win this division. I'll be somewhat surprised. Unless Mike Tallman has one more ben, big Ben trick up his sleeve. Um, you know, they, cha- they apparently changed a lot of stuff internally with their offense. Uh, and well, I think we'll know early on. We'll see early on. But and another thing with Big Ben, you got to worry about his health. I mean, uh, obviously last year he played almost every game. I think only, t- only missed he may may miss one game. I think I can't remember. Yeah. But you know, very healthy last year. But he is up in age. He's not really in the ever been in the best shape of his life. He's always you know <laughs> slow. He's um, but he's not you know for for how unhealthy he looks. He's stayed relatively healthy. But he has certainly some shoulder problems. And eventually that's going to be tumbling down. And I personally think, unless he just has a 40-touchdown year, um, this will probably be his last year in the NFL. Yeah, I, I think so. I think last year should have been his last yeah. year. But I mean, look at his, his numbers were phenomenal. They were like top 10 level, but I think no one would really consider him a top 10 guy anymore. Because um, he had so many games where he was just able to, you know, stat or pad the stats. So, All right, who's your number two? Because I know we're getting thin on time. I have Cleveland. Okay. I have Baltimore. Let's disagree for once. Wow. <laughs> okay. I have Cleveland at nine and eight. Um, I have. I just think. I'll oh, go ahead. I have Baltimore at eleven and five, or no, eleven and six. My bad. I'm getting used to the seventeen game stuff. Okay. Hmm. Well. uh... I'll go, I guess I'll go first here while I have Cleveland. Uh, I have Cleveland in second because I think they have the uh, second best quarterback in the league or in my in the division. Sorry, I was about to I was about <laughs> to do a Zoom call, man. If you thought Baker was the second best, <laughs> oh my goodness. Sorry, uh, I think Baker is better than Joe right now. Joe yeah, obviously is still mm-hmm. coming along. I think he's better than Ben Roethlisberger right now. It, it's um, hard to say that for me, but it's they're, I still think they're very close. Obviously, in five years from now, obviously, Big Ben's not going to be in the league, or, or in two years from now, probably. Um, but I think it's still somewhat close. I think I think if you put Big Ben on that Cleveland team, it's scarier than if Baker's on the Steelers. And that's how I look at it. Because uh, all Big Ben I, will do I, is I, just I, hand I, the ball I, off. And I think, he's, I think he's a better passer than Baker still, in my opinion. Okay, I can I can see it, but I think I think all to, all in all, mm-hmm. Baker right now is better mm-hmm. than Ben. Yeah, and uh, I'm all about the quarterbacks. I'm all about if you have a good quarterback, you're going far. All that. Um, so that's why I have them in second. I think obviously uh, their defense is good. 
And again, I've said this before, Cleveland Browns on paper should be like mm-hmm. top five teams yeah. in the league. On paper, as they should mm-hmm. be. But they always find a way to brown it up. And I know we got some people on the bench that are <laughs> Browns fans, so I apologize. <laughs> but you can't deny it, that they always find a way to mess things up. They always, somehow, I mean, you had on offense, look at that offense, dude. Odell, if he's back to where he was, Jarvis Landry, Austin Hooper, Baker Mayfield, Kareem Hunt is your backup running back. Yeah, they have, I, I think they have the best <laughs> offensive line in football by far. Yeah. So, like, they have, they should have, like, the top three offense in the league. On paper, they should. Mm-hmm. But they never do, and they won't again. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just, it's too good of a team mm-hmm. to have them anywhere in the bottom of the division. Yeah. I still only have them with nine and eight wins, but that's still easily enough to get into a wild card. Yeah. Um, um, how, mu- so, how much time do we got left? Do you, have you been keeping up? Uh, we have like eight minutes. Okay, I'll go nine minutes. I'll go really quick. No, seven minutes. Okay, I'm going to go really quick <laughs> on Baltimore. Um, I think they get eleven wins, and I think the Lamar train is slowly ticking downhill. We know he can't throw. If he proves me wrong this year, he'll prove me wrong. But he cannot throw down the field consistently. Um, I don't think they've had a wide receiver even get close to 900 yards since he's been on the team. Uh, is he one of the best athletes in football? Yes, I don't trust him as a quarterback. Um, but I think they can run the ball, and their defense will be good enough to get them to 10 or 11 wins. Should be in the wild card like last year. Um, but I I think that enough teams are going to start to figure out the Lamar train and slow them down. We saw it last year. They went through a slump last year to where they, they was for a small period of time when Cleveland was heating up and Pittsburgh was already a lock for the division, it looked like the Ravens were going to miss the playoffs. It really did. Um, and I think more and more teams are going to figure out Lamar and eventually it's that offense is just going to slowly get worse until they can pass the ball better. Um, I just don't see yeah. a team that can run the, that runs the ball consistently enough to – you know, and I just I think this year they'll still be in that same boat. Pittsburgh will fall off just enough for them to overtake Pittsburgh, um, and then we'll get into you. You give me the reasons why the Ravens will win the division. I have them just at ten and seven. Okay, one well, you have the Cleveland. North. You have the I, North I, falling I, off, man. Or not falling. I off, don't but. think this is a good division. <laughs> I don't think this is a, a good division like people think or what used to be or anything like that. I I really don't. I, do, I agree with your Lamar 100%. I just think that he is a – the unfortunately, he's, I think he's the best quarterback in this division right now um, because he can throw. We've seen he can throw. He's not consistent like you yeah. said. But then also the run factor, I mean the, the amount of rushing yards he had. Like I, I just think not by much. Like I said, it's one win difference, yeah. but it, they're going to win the division okay. by that. But, yeah, I don't – I don't like this division at all. I think it's a not a good division. I, I still think it's the best overall division because I think – I mean, I have them – right now I have them with three winning teams, and I think two will make the playoffs. And I have the Browns at 12-5, and five, and I never thought I would say that because I'm not a believer in Baker. Um, he can certainly go off some games, but overall I'm just not a believer uh, long term. However, um, the best running back duo in the NFL, and it's not even close – the best offensive line, a very good pass rush. Their biggest flaw and what will cost them the most games is their secondary. Still not a good secondary. Um, they'll give up quite a few passing yards. Um, but the pass rush will keep them in the game, so keep them in the mix. Uh, but really, Baker, you know, if he, can, if he can hand the ball off 30 times a game to these two guys, 
you know, you don't really have to rely on him or not rely on him to be that great. That's why I said earlier, yeah. if you did a straight up trade right now, Baker for Ben, I think you'd almost have a, a Super Bowl contender um, in that team because we know Big Ben uh, is still have, has a great deep ball, and Big Ben he's had some good running backs throughout his career. He's had some very good running backs, but you give him two caliber starters with that offensive line, as long as Big Ben stays healthy, that would be a clear favorite to me. Um, but with Baker, I think that that's the, that's the second biggest flaw. If Baker, I'm still not 100% sold on him. Um, I worry about some of his decision-making. Certainly he has made a leap. And I will say this. I know you kind of ragged on the Browns. Um, and it is, you know, you look at their roster, and it is kind of, you know, it, it's been a little bit underachieving. They finally got over the hump and made the playoffs last year, um, which was huge for them. I will give them credit. Most teams do not go from 0-16 to a division contender in four or five years. I will give them that. That being said, not a big believer in Baker. Um he, he could prove me wrong. I hope he doesn't. I'm not a big Baker fan, but, you know, if he if he does, he does. But I still – I think he has a ton of help, and he underachieves with the help he has. Um, but with that, yeah. with that O-line, those running backs, those receivers, that pass rush, I think it will be just enough to, for them to beat out Baltimore. But I do – I still think the Steelers can win. I still – I don't, I don't want to cut you off here, but we – Hurry up. <laughs> okay. No, that's pretty much wrapping it up. I think it's a three-team race. Right. Steelers all have a chance. Ravens, Browns all have a chance. That's all I have to say. All right. So, quick recap. We both have Rams winning their division, and then Ethan has Cleveland winning AFC uh, North, and I have Baltimore. So, all that being said, Ethan, do you have anything else you want to say quickly? Uh, follow us on Twitter. Stay tuned for On the Board after us. They'll have a great show. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's right. So, follow uh, the Bench Sports on Instagram. The Bench Sports two S's at the end. They post all the uh, scheduling things there. And uh, yeah, like Ethan said, stay tuned for on the board. Uh, great guys talk about a lot of stuff. So stick around for that. And if that's it, he's Ethan Hyder. I'm Connor Bassard. This has been OTR Sports here on the Bench Sports Network.